This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welcome to Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Lindsay Weber. I'm Bobby Finger. And this is <gasps> Katy Perry's Bone Apple Tea. I didn't know you were going to play so little, so I'm like eating yogurt and I couldn't talk because I thought I'd have more time. Bon appetit, Bobby. Eat that yogurt. Bon appetit, Bobby. She made a song for me. The Cunnilingus classic hit airwaves. <laughs> Literally classic. 10 minutes after Bobby left the bar at like, I think midnight or 1 a.m. the night we did karaoke, right? Oh, yeah. It was as literally it was as I was, was as I was in a cab yeah. home. You I was left in a cab home and, and it was like Katie's song, Bon Appetit. <laughs> I put on my headphones in the cab. I don't like doing that. I feel like an asshole when I do that, but I put on my headphones and I listen to Bon Apple Tea. And then I remember you like texting me. You had you'd already left. It was like Bobby's going to sleep. Everyone was still out. It, but then, of course, the texts are rolling in because you got in a fight or you were just fighting for Katie's honor on Twitter. <laughs> I was fighting for her honor on Twitter because we saw someone whom we know who was like, this song is trash. And I was like, listen up. Excuse you. I've heard it once at one in the morning and I'm here to tell you that it is not that great, but it's not trash. It's actually quite, quite okay. It's actually quite decent. Uh, and I think the themes are strong. No, I was, at the same time, I was with our friends and decided it would be a great idea to play it on my phone, walking down, like, 7th Avenue. So, just blasting, like, like the Katie Cat I am. Set the scene. You're in Brooklyn. 7th Avenue, Brooklyn, not 7th Avenue, Manhattan, by the way. Oh, like, the ghost streets. Like, Thursday night, 7th Avenue, no one on the streets. And just blasting Katy Perry from your phone. Which is not even blasting, because, like, your phone can't go that loud. So, like, playing Katy Perry softly from a cell phone as you, like, walk down. Everyone's, like, trying to judge the song. Everyone's like, mm, hit, mm, banger, mm. Like, (laughs) it was so funny. I was texting you guys saying, like, this is the hit. This is going to be a hit. I feel it. This is a hit. This is a hit. No. I think it will be I, still. No, I don't think so. It's like number a thousand on the charts or something. <laughs> no, it's not. I thought it was doing well. She went to Times Square. She served pie. You think Katy Perry in Times Square serving pie from a truck means the song is doing well? I mean, it's better than driving down a fire truck on Fifth Avenue. You will drive it. The best thing about, about Bon Appetit Baby is that Bon Appetit Baby, it coincided with the release of Firefest, hashtag Firefest, hashtag the best festival ever in the whole world. The and best allowed, festival ever. Allowed a gorgeous mashup of a picture of a sandwich with a piece of cheese and <laughs> Katy Perry's Bon Appetit because, to be put so let's together. Just, Let's get into what Firefest is before we um before we discuss the great mashup of the two iconic Friday pop culture happenings. Um the two iconic so, flops. 
Oh, two iconic Friday flops. Uh, Friday flop one, Bone Apple Tea. Friday flop two, Firefest. Firefest. Um, yeah. Everyone knows about Firefest at this point. So Firefest was this brainchild of Jaw Rule and this guy, this like 25 year old nerd named Billy McFarland, who is just this like rich, like Silicon Valley nerd. And he, he and Jaw Rule planned this really luxurious um, music festival in an island in the Caribbean. All the Instagram models are like promoting it. They create this like really enticing like sizzle reel where it shows like, oh, uh, two weeks of luxury on an island, like two weeks of music, like on an island once owned by Pablo Escobar, as though that's not a red flag. Okay. But we're so used to shitty, we're so used to like the festival, like shitty festival circuit that no one batted an eye at that, you know, like no. that wasn't the issue. Like, right. Everyone's oh, like, okay. oh, normal, like uh, an island, like exploiting the people that live there, like a bunch of Instagram models. Sure. Whatever. You know. Yeah. Fine, it's like, we're going to have, know? we're going to be um, subjected to two weeks of seeing the Instagram models we follow, like in the VIP area, like uh, watching Blink-182. But no one I know was going to this. No one I there's no. no one that I knew on any level that was going to this. Well, unless actually they there were was. a music journalist. Unless they were well, a music journalist. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um so immediately it's a disaster. People get there and nothing's ready. Why is no one ready? That's oh, okay. That's that is the reaction <laughs> to me me going into fire festival why is no one ready as like a mattress flies in the wind so the they're using tents that were like former first aid <laughs> yeah for humanitarian relief okay they're using leftover tents for humanitarian relief which to be fair is genius that's genius the food isn't there it's just a wasteland people blamed like this guy uh billy mcfarland blamed the weather because they couldn't get their supplies. They couldn't get everything. But really, it was just like a clusterfuck. These people had never run a music festival before. So it looks like it looks like the apocalypse. And people are screaming on Twitter like, "I every this there's someone with a gun. All of my shit is stolen. Um, and no one's there to help them. And the funny thing is, Jaw Rule's in charge of it. And he's not even there. And you know where Jaw Rule was the night that everyone was getting there and it was a nightmare? Where was he? Click on that link. Hmm. Twitter.com slash Bethany. <laughs> Let's see what what was Jaw Rule doing with Bethany Frankel? Hmm. Twitter. How's my crew? Hashtag about. Oh God. Hashtag about last night at Rule York GZ Chef City Harvest video. Click. Oh. Jesus Christ. Okay. So the scene is a. Stage, Jaw Rule in blue slack singing I'm Real on stage with a dancing Bethany Frankel. And who is this next to them? Oh, He's Jeffrey. He's celebrity chef. Uh, what uh, what's are they his name? doing? Jeffrey Zakarian. They're at a like a gala for City Harvest or something. You know what's so funny f- about this video? I've seen it before because I was looking through Instagram. I follow Bethany and I definitely saved it to my bookmarks because I was laughing at the way Bethany was dancing to I'm Real. <laughs> But I didn't even, without the jaw roll context, I was just like, hmm, Bethany Frankel on stage dancing to I'm Real. This is hilarious. <laughs> and they're both sort of in the same blue slacks. They're matching. Really sharp slacks. So, Lindsay, who were the, who were the models who uh, wanted people to go to Firefest? Who were the models people used? The usual suspects. I mean, it was, a Bella, it was Bella Hadid. 
Mm-hmm. Was it Gigi Hadid? It was Bella. It was Kendall. Kendall. Kendall, right. Because Kendall, was, like, yeah. It was Emily Ratajkowski. Oh, of course. Apparently Haley Baldwin. Did these models end up actually at the fest or they were no. warned before to not go? That's my no, favorite thing is so, that they... It was so were, immediately bad. And the, the, the A-list talent doesn't get there right away. That's why Ja Rule wasn't there. Right. So none of them... It was it was so immediately a disaster that all of them knew not to go. But Bella Thorne felt bad for previously promoting Bella it. Hadid, you mean? You Bella Hadid. Bella Thorne. Oh my God. Bella Thorne would have been there first. Bella Thorne would have been like, "Yes, I love this mess," and like rolled around in the mud. Honestly, that would have been really fun. So <laughs> yeah, they should have had Bella Thorne, not Bella Hadid. First, let's talk about the Who tendencies here. When apologizing for Firefest, Jaw Rule went straight to Notes app. He wrote in Daily Mail ease. Um, sort of broken sentences with like mixed capitalization, a lot of all caps. We are working right now on getting everyone off the island safe. That is my immediate concern. I will make a statement soon. I'm heartbroken at this moment. My partners and I wanted this to be an amazing event. It was not a scam, as everyone is reporting. But also no one said it was a scam. It's just you did a bad job. Like I don't, do do you know what I mean? No one sets out to do a scam like this. This is a very public bad thing do, do you know what i mean like i don't but it's still it's still sort of scammy to promote a thing that you know you can't really deliver even if it's not you didn't expect it to be this like unmitigated disaster i don't know i just i just feel like a, a scam is something you think you can get away with so like you do something it's scammy it you, people don't get their money's worth but you know you can get away with it never think about it again this is like the opposite of a scam in that it's such a failure that it's going to get them in more trouble than it was even worth, which is like mm-hmm. literally the opposite of the point of a scam. A scam is supposed to be like an easy way to make money off people without them even realizing. This is the complete opposite. So I don't know. Do you know? Like that's why it's interesting. I that see it's the like, distinction. Yeah, I it's know like he's mean. not. It, of course, it's not a scam. Like you did a bad job at something. You just wanted to make money and do a music festival and ask for favors and you know do what everyone else does. But then he says, I truly apologize as this is not my fault, but I'm taking responsibility. Okay, you can't anyway. apologize. Okay. You can't say, I truly apologize as this is not my fault. That's you not a sentence. You're the man at the top. You have to accept responsibility and move on. It's fine. Like, you weren't one of the ones who was, like, hungry and locked in some weird room at an airport. Did you hear about that? The people were locked. Yeah, I like, saw the video. No, I saw room. the video. <laughs> I saw the video because it's a bunch of like 12 year olds and a guy comes and locks the door and they're all like, "Ah!" and it's on video. The whole thing is on video. Bella's apology. She's the only one of the Instagram models so far who I've seen um, apologize publicly. And she also used the notes app. Not an interesting thing. I don't have to read it. But the most notable aspect of her notes apology is that she has 2% battery life. (laughs) She has 2% battery life. Number one thing you can't do when you take a screenshot on your phone is have a low battery life. Come on. Because <laughs> it's all anyone will comment on. Yeah, charge your phone, Bella. Bella Hadid could, like, come out as bisexual and, like, I'm in a relationship with Bella Thorne. We're adopting a child. Kendall Jenner's going to join our thruple. It's going to be beautiful. And if she had 1% battery <laughs> life, the internet would be like, bitch, charge your phone. Right. It's, it's, your point is immediately moot when you have a low battery on your phone. Yeah. So, um... Anyway, that's kind of what else. Kendall's Kendall hasn't said anything. Kendall She's didn't say anything like, after Pepsi. Kendall made Pepsi apologize to her. Do you think <laughs> she's going to come out and say anything? Will you please click on my fav- on the link right there that says Lindsay don't click this until I tell you. Lindsay, don't click this link until I tell you. <laughs> now read it. 
Kendall Jenner drinking a Pepsi on a United flight to the Fire Festival. Wow, that's like Mad Libs. That's like... Like, talk about things that like, would, not, would have made zero, ten, zero cents oh, like two God. weeks ago. It's been a rough month just reading this tweet. It's like, wow, everything is bad. All of our brands are bad. Fire Festival. We can't even go to a festival on an island. We can't even try to enjoy Blink-182 of all bands. Like, people weren't trying to see... Of all know, bands. People weren't trying to see you know, Rihanna, Beyonce, they were trying to see Blink-182 and they couldn't even get that. Where are the belts for this stuff? Why is no one ready? Speaking of music festivals, we don't have to spend much time on this, but I thought of you when I saw this tweet from friend of the podcast, Caroline Moss. This is an amazing tweet. Shout out Caroline Moss, who like literally spoke to my heart last night. I was checking my phone. She has a really gorgeous screenshot of a... Instagram story from Lauren Bushnell, who Lauren Bushnell, yeah, who is a bachelor person. I forget like even her purpose, but I think she was Ben's girlfriend. She is Ben's oh. girlfriend or was Ben's girlfriend. You know Ben, the religious one, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah from yeah. two seasons ago. Um, and it's a screenshot of them at Stagecoach, which is my favorite um, Coachella <laughs> spinoff. Just it's just in Coachella. Um, and it says, "I wish I liked anything as much as former Bachelor contestants like country music festivals." <laughs> And the cra- the wildest thing about this photo is that you can see it's like a screen grab from an Instagram story. So the thumbnail, the avatar of Lauren Bushnell is at the top. And I literally can't even distinguish her in this group of people. I can see Lauren Bushnell at the top, but I don't know which one she is because they all look exactly the same. They all look exactly the same except one has brown- two have brown hair, which is it makes it even harder. But Lauren <laughs> Bushnell is the one in the middle with the red bow around her neck. Oh, okay. Three people to her left in the weird, like, the choo-choo train hat, <laughs> whatever this Rita's been wearing like, those lately. Ugh. Awful. She's on they're awful. Um, that, I think, is, um, God, we need, like, our, we need a friend, our friend Kelly to tell us. I think that is the girl that recently broke up with the, with the most recent part. I don't, yeah, I don't okay, know. Okay, Lindsay, you can really only name one of them? I think one is Jade... And I think that one is Amanda, <laughs> unless this is Amanda. Yeah, I think, I think that's one Amanda. Is Jade. Oh, I think that one is Amanda. It's like Jade, Opal, Amethyst. <laughs> um, okay, so I can name I can name one and a half. My favorite thing about do you see do you think that the one you pointed at the one with the weird thing on her hat, um, do you think she got in trouble for not having fringed shorts? <laughs> She's the yeah, only one like... who doesn't have like. Who didn't cut off the denim and like over On Thursday, everything. we wear country western attire. <laughs> you, Sisters you and look. friends. God, I mean, the, the relationships between reality stars, how they outlive the shows is so bizarre. Where the it's relations like, between former Bachelor contestants should be studied in a book and like preserved for time. Because it's like it ruins your life and or it, or it changes your life to such an extent that literally the only people you can relate to anymore are other women who went through the exact same thing you did. It's wild. They don't they don't ever Instagram their old friends anymore. It's all their new friends. Yeah. And I'm going to promo this, but we have like a very special guest in the next few weeks that. Oh, my God, we do. Is going to detail that. I'm not saying who, but somebody of the Bachelor world 
the bachelor mm-hmm. bachelor nation it's nation the bachelor nation is going to come on and like hopefully reveal a little bit into that world because oh, she for will. me she's gonna be so the in between seasons is what makes me super excited about the show because mm-hmm. it's become such a clusterfuck of former bachelor contestants that <laughs> they could start their own fucking fire festival and <laughs> disappear forever Please, I would rather go to I would rather go to a fire festival put on by the Bachelor contestants than like whatever this fucking thing was Ooh, by some like tech bro. Like a cruise of former Bachelor contestants. I think that's a smart business decision. We should pitch that to her whenever we have her on the show. This unnamed guest that we're not. Gonna I know, but I'll be you. like Jaw Rule, where I'll never go to the actual thing, and then it'll just like sink. The boat will accidentally sink, and I'll be like, no tap. <laughs> hey guys, I just want to address the Bachelor Nation. <laughs> cruise even though this was not my project whatsoever nor was i informed about the production of the process we would we would apologize with like a special two-minute episode of the podcast that we uploaded at a random date hey guys <laughs> no hey guys, i'm never doing and bobby <laughs> you're never supposed to reveal your like actual emotion behind it you're supposed to do the most robotic thing ever which is a notes app hey press guys. release I'm Lindsay Weber, I'm Bobby Finger, and this is an apology. Tens of people sank in a boat cruise on the Who Weekly... <laughs> the Hooligan Cruise this weekend. Tens of people sank. Fourteen people have been found on the shores of... I don't know, no one would die. We're it. not being that morbid. No one would die. We would provide everyone with like Rita Ora-shaped life preservers where it's like... Fourteen people washed ashore the island of whatever <laughs> this weekend when the Who Weekly... Luckily, they were selling floats in their new merch store, whoweekly.us slash merch, in the shapes of question marks. The inflatable toys appear to be in the shape of giant slim pins. <laughs> I, I just imagine you calling me being like, there's not enough lifeboats. And me being like, don't worry, we're selling floaties at, in the merch store on board for a hundred bucks a piece. So you're, you're Mr. Andrews? You're Mr. Andrews, but I'm oh, like, mm, I'm this Mr. is... <laughs> Lindsay, there's not enough lifeboats aboard. <laughs> no, she'll ship. She'll sink. What did she say? Yeah, she'll sink. She'll sink. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> like the hooligan so cruise. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, let's be honest. Nor there will be a norovirus outbreak on the hooligan cruise. <laughs> like literally anything absolutely. that could happen would happen. <laughs> I'm sorry. Everyone is vomiting their guts out at on the hooligan cruise. Yeah, if um, you guys don't if you guys don't drown, you're gonna have diarrhea on the hooligan cruise. <laughs> so uh, or, or or I just, we will show up and Bobby will get diarrhea and then I'll have to hear about it for like the rest of our lives. I'll get it, but no one else will. And I'll find that very tragic. Like, remember when I was the only one who got norovirus? I got the least contagious type of norovirus known to man. From this moment, no matter what we do, Titanic will founder. But this ship can't sink. She's made of iron, sir. I assure you, she can. And she will. It is a mathematical certainty. So basically, Busy Phillips, you have to watch her Instagram stories. We've talked about this in the podcast before. But she narrates her whole day. It's very fun. So she was talking about how she was going to go to the gym. She dressed for the gym and then didn't go a few days ago. And then she gets home and she's like, I'm still in my gym clothes. uh, And I never went to the gym. I'm just going to take a bath now. And it was very funny. And then in her next Instagram story photo, it's like this like bath salt or a bath soap. She's like, this is my favorite brand of whatever. But then it says, like, this is not Spawn. I just love it. 
And then, so then she transitions into a video again. And she's like, oh, regarding the last photo I just took, um, no shame. She's like, I have no judgment if anyone does spawn. And she's like, I made more money last year doing brand partnerships than I did acting. And so she's like, I have no shame in the sponsorship game. And it was like, good to hear her say that. Oh, "Oh, yeah. yeah, Of course. Duh. We, We assumed that. It's just funny to hear someone say it because it does say a lot about the way that people make money. And it is interesting to know, like you and I know that because we see it all the time. And I think people who follow us like know it's like, yeah, Yeah. actors and celebrities do a ton of Instagram stuff and uh, whatever because, but it's because they need to. And I I think that's like what's fucked up where it's like Mm -hmm. we kind of do it and we imply that it's like a shame, it's a shameful thing, but it's like. I always find like shameless joy in watching like Danielle Jonas, Kevin Jonas's uh, wife, promote the uh, national pork, national pork boards, national pork, pork board. whatever. Because it's like it. Well, I know she's not making it money any either either way. But even an actress whose like job it is is like not making money <laughs> either so way. <laughs> like because it's like an unreliable profession. So you only get like bulk payments of like yeah. millions of dollars every like four years. I mean, that's still enough to make, that's still a good way to live. But like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, this is, it's not sympathetic. It's just saying like. We're not feeling bad for them. She wants yeah. to maintain a yeah. lifestyle. It's just like the, the Joan Rivers documentary where she was rich, but she wanted to stay more rich. So she's like, I have to do a lot of comedy shows. I have to go well, to like, shithole comedy clubs because I yeah. want to maintain my lifestyle. She wanted to keep paying like her staff. She wanted to have staff. She wanted to pay for their kids' schools. And so she's like, the only way I can do that is to sort of like do the things that I'm sort of above, but I'm not above making money. So I'm going to do it anyway. It's becoming less unusual. Yeah. Springtime. <sighs> It's one of my favorite times of year, a time for renewal and for reconnecting with friends. And what better way to reconnect than to engage in a spirited crafting competition? This is the make-off. Okay, we have to talk about Danielle Jonas's Instagram for pork. This is the funniest thing I've, this is the funniest ad I've ever seen on Instagram. It's, okay, I, (laughs) so the photo itself is deranged because it's a pile of pork on a plate. And then, uh, like a garlic, a head of garlic, Just not garlic, skin cloves, not on garlic, like, but like, like two heads of garlic, cut in half, skin on uncooked garlic. And I'm saying again, not garlic cloves. It is a garlic head that has been cut in half, not cooked. This is not like a beautiful, like caramelized roasted garlic. No, 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 no. It's just raw. Unroasted, lying side head. saddle on like, like very <laughs> freshly picked pieces of just leaves, maybe cilantro or mint or something. But the leaves, but also the leaves look like it looks like sage. It doesn't look like lettuce. It doesn't look like a delicious salad. It looks like sage. It looks like some weird herb. Yeah, sage or a mint. I don't know, but it's a pile of it. You do not want to eat. It's basically the least appetizing photo I've ever seen. The pork um, is and then in the overcooked back, and like, or just not really pork. The pork is overcooked. Looks like roast oh beef. Oh my god. And there's there's a um there's a like a empty glass and then a wine bottle in the background and but, the plate but it's a champagne though, glass like, and oh. then a bottle of merlot i think and but not poured and then a, <laughs> yes, a fork yes, yes. hanging out on the rim of the plate as if somebody's gonna just dig into this these cloves <laughs> it's, so basically we're, we're giving you all of this so that you know that like 
this is being presented as though this is ready to eat and nothing has ever been less ready to eat than what is on this plate. Anyway, so beside this, Danielle Jonas, who is Nick Jonas's wife, Kevin Jonas's wife, writes, <laughs> um, I cooked up one of at Kevin Jonas's favorite meals, garlic and rosemary roasted pork tenderloin. Everyone, that's not even rosemary. That Well, rosemary could be in the marinade, whatever, whatever. <laughs> I cooked up one of Kevin Jonas's favorite meals, garlic and rosemary roasted pork tenderloin exclamation mark in celebration of Na- of america's love of pork the national pork board is inviting people to share a simple pick of pork on their fork for the chance to win prizes npb also if you know what that acronym means acronym means i'm sorry for you oh um, is you mean the national pork board you think i don't know npd <laughs> npb NPB is giving away more than $10,000 in prizes between now and April 15th. At Pork Be Inspired. Hashtag Pork Nose Weeps? Pork Nose Sweeps? Pork Now? Pork Pork Now. Pork Now Sweeps. Oh my god, really tough to decipher. No purchase necessary. Sweeps ends 4-15-17. Open to adults 18 plus in the U.S. Where prohibited see official rules but this goes on oh wait it ended mm, i can't take a picture of pork on my fork anymore i'm not gonna win ten thousand dollars in prizes the pork imagine getting her ten thousand dollars in pork i mean I if know. you win that prize you're blessed great i would that's awesome for you i love it um did you pick did you click on pork now sweeps because i didn't I should, should i have? have wait let's see um, I, I just love that it's just, I made Kevin Jonas's favorite recipe, gar- like garlic chicken, garlic, whatever, pork. but it's just pork. It's pork and uncooked garlic. Do you think he eats the garlic? I don't think anyone will ever eat what is on this plate. <laughs> uh. I'm sorry. Like, do you think that this plate is ever, is, has been, has ever been touched or will ever be touched? No. Oh my god, guess what I found? The first what? the f- top post in hashtag pork now sweeps. Real Freddie Prince holding up a plate of pork, which actually looks much better Shut than up. this one. Show your pork love. Take a picture of Shut your next up. pork dish and include the hashtag pork now sweeps for your chance to win great prizes. I'm enjoying these honey cayenne grilled pork chops from my back to the kitchen cookbook. What's on your plate? Wow. They have 1600 posts. Well, the thing is, is that his pork looks good and he worked it into his cookbook. Danielle Jonas is the one that people are really obsessed with. And people are saying hashtag struggle plate about her. <laughs> <laughs> also freddie looks great in this photo freddie included his face smart decision but it's funny because it's like so i just want to so that just proves that it's like advertising for the national pork board is funny yes but doing a good job with it and making it make sense like freddie prince jr did he has a cookbook he cooks pork da 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 it's fine it's less it's less weird that's makes sense that's fine i'm not like i can't hate on that that's whatever it's funny that the pork board (laughs) is doing instagram But this, the highlighted comments on the thing, (laughs) hashtag struggle plate. Struggle plate. And and, uh, XTiana17 says, this looks dry as fuck. (laughs) It looks insane. Can't you just take like, can't you, couldn't you have just Instagrammed pork and then just taken a screenshot? No one, I mean, we would have figured it out, but no one would have known. Who cares? This looks insane. I can't get over the garlic. 
Oh, other people believe that it's a bed of sage, too. That's crazy. I hate this. Queen, I, I've talked about it so long. This this commenter. This is the best sponsored post ever. Tears of laughter emoji. Also, also that garlic just sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> that garnish is completely raw. You just split a whole head of garlic. The skin and base are still on. That pork is dry. It's under-seasoned. You have a lot Stop. of work to do. <laughs> I can't wait till next week on Who Weekly where we're like, brought to you by the National Pork Board, Who Weekly. I love pork rinds. Bobby, what do you like? I love bacon. <laughs> what was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? So one of the funny things that happened with Rita that we kind of missed that happened a few weeks, uh, last week or right, kind of right after we taped our thing was that, so Harry Styles did an interview with Nick Grimshaw, Grimmy. We've talked about him before on this podcast. Grimmy, he's yeah. like, uh, he's like Britain's like James Corden. Well, James Corden mm-hmm. is British. Well, but James Corden is Britain's. <laughs> he's like, they're like, he's Britain's like Elvis Duran. That's not okay, a good com- okay. comparison either. He's like a radio guy, but he's become like a bigger thing. He's their he's their favorite host, right? I don't. I, he's one of their favorite hosts. Okay, so Nick Grimshaw did an interview with Harry Styles, and part of the interview was that people who liked Harry or friends of Harry's called in with questions. He had them like tape themselves. So it was like you know everyone from like a guy from the Rolling Stones to um, uh, Chris Martin, and of course Rita. And literally, let me click this and play this for you because I don't think you've heard it. This is what happened. Hold on. And Rita's on her holidays. Oh, okay. And if I'm honest, and she probably won't want us to tell this, but I think it's funny, so I'll risk it. I said, will you do this video for Harry? She said, yeah, of course I will. What should I say? I said, just ask him a question, maybe like tell a little story about him. She went, can I wait till I'm in a Maldi so I'm in a bikini and everyone fancies me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Did you hear that? I said, get that marketing, babe. Get it. Sort of. Okay, so you couldn't understand it because of British accent. So Rita calls in and she's in a bikini and she's on the beach and she's like, Harry, like, blue, 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 blue. Like, who cares? She asks a question and he answers it or whatever. And then Grimmy tells this story after where he goes, I got to say something about Rita. Like, she won't want me to say this, but I'm saying anyways. He called, he asked her to send in this video and she goes, sure, but I'm on holiday. Can you wait till I'm in the Maldives? 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 Can you wait until I'm in the islands where I'm in a bikini? So I can send this one. I'm in a bikini <laughs> and people will fancy me. So I'm in a bikini and everyone fancies me. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone fancies me. Did you hear that? Me. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. So literally Rita and, and of course Harry like freaks out. Like that's really funny. Rita knows. Rita's the most Rita that Rita's ever been in asking, hey, can I send this to you when I'm literally naked <laughs> so people will think I'm hot? <laughs> I mean, Good. Like, she's being true to herself. She's being true to her brand. Shout out to everyone who sent us that, because it rolled. Get, it was great. Get this Instagram, this story about Bella Thorne getting her bikini wax. I'm sorry. I can't. I clicked that on was... that, and I was, like, dis- I was absolutely repulsed by it. Like, ugh. She's, she's on one. She's doing a lot of promo. Um, Okay, back to Rita. 
So basically, she's just like wearing the the. She's been very into the Tizenis, the Tizenis, the brand. Well, that I think she her new. All the time. I think her new line is out, so oh. she's promoting. It's like you know, guys, the bras that have like things over the nipples. It's like an egg or like a cocktail glass or like an a flower. An egg. Like, didn't they? <laughs> did they have an egg once? No, an egg. I swear to you. There was an there if was there one was a that had bra an with it. an egg over your nipple. I need it. Does that is that something that I can buy on tizenis.com? There's not an Maybe. egg. <laughs> I thought there was one that had like an egg and the yolk was like the nipple. Am I making the national, this up? The National Pork Board is making bras with with pieces of pork over your nipple. It wasn't an egg. Okay, lemons. Okay, lemons. There's a lemon one. There's okay. I thought this was an egg. Here we go. I remember this as an egg. The lemon it's, bra is famous no, because that was look, what people thought was a reference to Beyonce when she was promoting look, this I, like bra I pasted with it lemons in. on it. I pasted it in. What? It's a daisy. Oh, you mean an egg? <laughs> that looks like an egg. If you like, if you're misremembering it, like the blur of memory, you know. Um. <laughs> <clears throat> the okay, best part is up. if you if you search for like if you search on Google for anything, I search Rita Tenezenis egg, you find a Daily Mail article that is half an article about Rita, but then half just another article about an egg. So it's like Rita <laughs> shares steamy image from new Tezenis lingerie campaign, dot dot dots. And then it says Rita Ora shows off her curve. This is in just the preview in Google. Rita shows off her curves in a plunging black bra. She shares TV image, dot, dot, dot. Rita was announced as the face and body of Tezenis this summer, telling, dot, 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 Jackie Kennedy's strict diet of an egg for breakfast and cottage cheese. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, okay. I like this bra, kind of. But yeah, right, boobs would ever fit in this bra that were real boobs. <laughs> Moving on, there are all these boring stories about, like, everything she wore. She wore some completely crazy things lately. Um, she showed her nipples in a, quote, S&M style outfit. Uh, she wore this crazy, Lindsay clicked the one with the lead, a rock star needs to stand out from the crowd. That says mm, Rita Dawn's metallic to? coat. Just look how, like, describe that outfit. It's like you asked, it's like you asked a child to dress themselves. Um, You're so rude. Oh, my God. That looks like a picture that, like, a new dad posts where it's, like, dressing herself for the first time. Like, what a wacky outfit, like, my five-year-old picked. One thing that's been happening lately ever since um, these this story about Mel B and Stephen Belafonte asking Rita Ora to be in a threesome with them and then her turning it down, it's all anyone can talk about. And so it's, like, they'll write a story about her clothes and then they'll segue into this. And so if you scroll to the bottom of this doc, Lindsay, you'll see, Lindsay, I want you to read these aloud. I want to read these two aloud. They cannot figure out how to segue into the story. So they just drop it in. And it's really No, they funny. can't. It's it's such an impossible thing. It's not sensitive. Every piece about Rita is about what she's wearing. So there's no sensitive way to be like, oh, also, <laughs> she was a, she was a, approached by a three for a threesome and she didn't want to like, it's so awkward. What am I reading? Where am I? But listen, you don't have to read it, but I'm just going to show you how, how clunky this always is. And oh, they use the this. same language like, it comes amid. With a, this is in the Daily Mail. With a subtle French manicure and pedicure and a, and a splattering of delicate rings, her look was complete. The singer's appearance comes after report services claiming Rita refused to engage in a threesome with Mel B and her now estranged husband, Stephen Belafonte. I can't. Belafonte. I can't. Okay, I can't. Then, there's, then there's the mirror. 
Even if the gifts aren't enough for the Carter babies, given that the singer is currently single, it's unlikely she's shopping for herself. It's when she went shopping for like a baby carriage. And it was like, who was she buying stuff for? And she goes, it was recently reported that I, the I Will Never Let You Down singer turned down an offer to take part in a threesome with Mel B. They used her song against her. Oh, she will never let you down. I will you never down. let you down. Um, so next up, the sun. Just the day before, Rita left little imagination in a bra Instagram snap. She was then pictured out and about in a, in a garish designer outfit with its fluorescent colors making her unmissable. Just days ago, it was revealed that Rita was targeted by, by Mel B and her hubby for a potential threesome. And then this Aww. last one also from- This is like a mean, but tweet I did actually laugh at was somebody retweeted the piece that was like, Rita Ora turns down. And someone wrote like, the only opportunity Rita Ora has ever turned down. That's very rude. Um, And with that, I think we should end the episode. I feel like whenever we make an awkward transition, which is always, it should be like the Rita Ora style Daily Mail version of an awkward transition, (laughs) where you just do it without even, without even caring. Just without Without. a care in the world. Yep. Um, That is it for today, I think. What a day it's been. Hope you're all having fun at the fire festival. Get home safe. Um, <laughs> thank you for listening. Uh, where what else? Thank you to Katie Narek of the Who's for the Rita theme song. Um, a little more promo for our store in case you didn't know, in case you missed it. Um, we have a store now with who, who merchandise. People might have missed it. I don't know. Maybe they're saving up. Maybe they're scrounging some pennies together to get a, a trendy hat. Um, and I don't know her hat. Oh. Uh, yeah, the store is open. Um, whoweekly.us slash store. Um, check it out. Let us know what you think. I'm really excited mm-hmm. about it. People seem to be super into it. Um, yeah. And I can't wait to uh, see you guys wearing your stuff and flaunting your yeah. slim pins and your slim pins pin. Whoa. Shit. Damn. So check that out. Uh, and don't forget to rate and re- review us on iTunes in case you haven't. Rate and review Flame, Tinashe's Flame on iTunes um, if you haven't. Anything, five stars or whatever. No, you should give <laughs> us five stars. <laughs> um, that's it. Have a wonderful week. See you on Thursday. Bye. Yeah, see you Thursday. Bye. You will say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They want to know. Hey. Bella Hadid could like come out as bisexual and like I'm in a relationship with Bella Thorne. We're adopting a child. Kendall Jenner's gonna join our thruple. It's gonna be beautiful. And if she had 1% battery life, the internet would be like, bitch, charge your phone. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>